Hey, everybody. Really good show. Best show we've had in a while this morning. Uh, goes goes a little bit off the rails, but it's a lot, a lot of fun. We're joined by guys like Frank from D-Gods, guys like Farouk and others. Um, you know, one of our investors, Trevor, joins the show. He's a big Bitcoin guy. And we mostly talk about Bitcoin ordinals, which are the story of the NFT space and really the crypto space right now from a technical and, and blockchain perspective. It's a lot of fun. We got some big defenders of ordinals. We have some skeptics and uh, there's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of fun. As always, our content is sponsored by So Rare. You can sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare. That's T H E N I F T Y dot com slash so rare. S O R A R E. Hope you sign up. Thanks. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the NFT Morning Show. We're back. It's Thursday. We rock this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern Time, each and every week where we discuss all things crypto, NFTs, technology, the stock market, finance, entertainment, <laughs> gaming, and everything in between. I see Nick is pumped up this morning, and I think I know why, and I can't wait to hear about it. But check it out. We got an absolute all-star lineup of speakers as usual. And even better, we got an all-star lineup of listeners. I see you all-stars out there, man. You guys are dropping 30 during this show. 30 and 30. Double-double, triple-double, all that stuff. I'm here with Nifty Nick, the funny... What does that even mean? What is dropping 30? I'm here with Nifty Nick, the funniest man in the business. I'm here with King Kicks, the CEO of Crypto Raiders, uh, who's about to drop Cyber... MF and Stadium. Can't wait to see that. That's a free-to-play engagement. That's going to be absolutely badass. We'll, we'll learn more about that later. Uh, I got Easy Eats Bodega, the host of GM GM Market Talk, which is it's a goddamn hit at this point. I was calling it a hit before it was a hit for the record, uh, so I was lying during that period of time. But now it's officially an absolute smash hit. You're seeing people just flock to it and Easy's other shows. He's also the host of, uh, or excuse me, he's also the founder of, of the Bodago's NFT collection, soon to hit a blockchain near you. I'm here with Signal, the host of Artist Spotlight, which is a hit in itself. That is an absolute badass program uh, that we're really thrilled about here at the Nifty. Can't wait to see more and more Artist Spotlights from Signal. Love having her on the show. Love her takes on the market. We got Spencer the founder of Spencer Ventures, representing for institutional capital in the NFT space. Love Spencer's takes, love hearing what he's buying, what, what he's bullish on, what he's bearish on. We got Farouk, the founder of Rug Radio, the founder of the Rug Radio profile picture collection, which I own, Nick owns, uh, I think other people on the stage own too. Bought it in our, uh, in our you know, business account or our business wallet as well. Uh, love having Farouk on the show. Farouk, I sent you a link for the video feed if you are near your... I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming, GM. If you're near your desk, there we go. We got ZK Shark, one of my absolute favorite guest speakers to have on the show, a thousand percent. He's the writer of the ZK Shark Substack. If you're looking for some juicy stuff, definitely check out his writing. And then last but not least, we have Bunny. Bunny, it says that you're the funniest man in the business, but I thought that that... That's my, yeah, a lot of people say that about me. But that's what I say about Nick. Really? <laughs> okay. You didn't know that? No, I never heard that, but I never heard anybody call Nick funny. <laughs> Nick, what do you think of that? 
I didn't, I didn't even hear anything, but what, what, uh, sorry, I completely missed whatever that was. Apologies. All right, let's just run it back. Yeah, we'll just redo the whole thing from the top. Nick, do you have Bunny muted on the Twitter show? Yo, I can't see negativity, man. It's just <laughs> not like something I'm capable of seeing. So I'm going to be honest, like maybe that's what's going on. Like it's just like physically impossible for me to see that. So, dude, all I see is winning. Nick, are you slowly becoming uh, a different person because of your crypto punk Tiffany dot? Like, look, your posture and your whole energy. I feel like you're now from the Bronx and you like maybe know a guy that owns a boxing gym. Legit, if I ran into him at a bar, I would not pick a fight. Dude, people are scared of me now. It's been uh, it's been a situation. I've been walking down the street. <clears throat> a lot of people have been looking at me differently. And the energy, I will say, has changed ever since I adorned this uh, pendant. You know, ever since I put it on, my life has changed. A lot of people say, also, uh, I had one person comment. They were like, is that thing $50,000? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You must be thinking of like the actual Tiffany punk pendant. I made my own version of that. You know, I called up Tiffany uh, herself and I said, uh, Tiffany. I need I need one uh, a one of one for me. Let's let's craft something special. And yeah, uh, someone said Nick looks like he's from Washington Heights. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I, Nick and me were just talking off air before the show began. Nick now has to get jacked to like huge, like just blow up. No, like that's a, what I was saying. I, like the, as as I I went to sleep last night, initially wearing this, feeling like this is the dog tag. This is me. This is part of my identity. Um, I was even thinking, I was like, damn, well, like if I just had this and no other identification, would anybody know who I am? And the answer is yes, because <laughs> everyone in New York, it should a situation go down. They just see that punk and they immediately know it's, uh, me. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, life has changed ever since I've been wearing this. Um, you know, ever since I got into NFTs, the amount of jewelry I own has gone up infinitely. And uh, the amount of jewelry that I've been rocking has gone up dramatically as well. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about my new workout routine as I grow in uh, to this chain. <laughs> so a couple things. First of all, I love the idea of you growing into a necklace. I don't think that many people uh, have framed uh, working out and gaining muscle mass in that way. The other thing is I'm just wondering, how does it feel to be the only guy in the whole world that did this? Like there were people that participated in the actual Tiffany's drop, but no one in the whole world except you thought to do this with a CryptoPunk pendant on a Tiffany chain. Like, is that a good feeling or a kind of weird feeling? Dude, I'm a one of one, baby. Nifty Nick. <laughs> That's one, clear. You, you know, I, I'm not replicable. I am an NFT, okay? And I am my NFT. So that's like the most important thing. I got <laughs> NFTs flying off, like, like coming out of me all over the place. Like, that's just like a situation. And this necklace, it, don't make that face, Bio. <laughs> okay. It's an I'm interesting say, way I to frame it. NFTs, but this, this happens. I'm just saying this happens to be one of them. And the more that I've become my NFTs, the more that I need to display them. I'm like an OpenSea profile, a walking OpenSea profile. And I, I just think that uh, primarily my vault. And so I'm trying to have that, like there's going to be patches, there's going to be stickers, there's going to be tattoos on my face, all representing 
my OpenSea profile moving forward. So it's just one step at a time. Okay, well, we have to get into the daily question in just a second. I'm just wondering, Bunny, what do you think of Nick, you know, creating his own CryptoPunk pendant versus just actually buying the high value one that everyone else got? What do you think of that? Wait, he made his own? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Bunny. <laughs> It's just a derivative of the real one. Huh? Uh, wow, that's kind of that's a weird, that's a weird flex, Nick. I, I would, I thought more of you than that. Mine looks better. I'm just saying it straight up, and I got it for one fiftieth the cost of uh, everybody else. So, uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about mine. I'm looking like people are looking at me saying he's fashionable, he's uh, fashion forward even, and simultaneously uh, he's respectable of money. He's a responsible human adult who's not just dropping $50,000 on a pendant, which is tacky, right? Like if you're doing it that way, you better be an NBA player. Literally, and you have to be a starting NBA player. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to be paying $50,000 for that, because like there's very few, uh, uh, you know, subcultures and groups that would be accepting of such display of excessive wealth you know and uh at least that i've seen a rapper uh, you could be in rap or any musician <laughs> like you could be I, I don't think even movie stars do it to be completely honest those are like two areas which i see pio's like rolling his eyes at me i'm not rolling my eyes like buddy I, I just know that you were deeply inspired when you went to the uh you had great seats to the knicks for a game last week and it you had it had impact on you You saw one of the bench players who uh, you know a dnp someone i had placed my order before that sure yeah but now next time i go i'm just going to turn the pendant so the light reflects in the angle directly in that guy's eyes and so he's going to take note and he's going to say, what is that? Holy shit. That looks like a one-on-one pendant right there. Well, well there I'm you go. need to go get that. We're, we're running behind, so I'm going to get into it. Today's daily question, ladies and gentlemen, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Uh, some of you might be living in the place that you prefer to live in right now. So maybe the answer is right where I'm at right now, but there's other people that would rather live somewhere else. And if they could live anywhere in the world, they'd pick a different spot. I'm going to say I got a few places. I, I really enjoyed living in L.A. L.A. is a good place. I would throw that out there. Southern Italy, pretty good place. Uh, and also Thailand, you know, maybe Bangkok, maybe one of the islands in Thailand. Really enjoyed my time there. Those are what I'm going to throw out. Nick, what, what would you say? The Bronx, given the pendant? I live in Brooklyn, baby. Dude, that's where I live. That's where I'm from, you know, uh, <laughs> born and raised from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm actually from Arlington, Virginia, but, uh, man, I'm happy where I am at the moment. You know, I don't, I don't need to be anywhere else. You know, uh, I'd go to one of my other houses probably if I wanted to take a break, one of my lake houses, you know, or a beach house, but it's not that time of year for either of them. So, uh, for now I'm going to be sitting in my apartment in the uh, best place in the world downtown Brooklyn. Well, I want to hear from the gang here on stage. Uh, we've got some audience responses coming in. Sneaker Dad said he would live with Nick's mom. So that's not exactly the kind of response that I was necessarily expecting, but you never know uh, if Sneaker Dad is going to bring it out. Uh, yo, so we have Cow 78 He said Costa Rica. That's a good choice for sure. Costa Rica is definitely a good choice. Romantada said Paris. That's where they're at. And they wouldn't want it any other way. 
That answer might change in 10 years, though. Uh, we've also got another Costa Rica. Manny G says Costa Rica. And Matthew uh, Kohalich, Kohalich said Tuscany, good old Toscana, the most beautiful area in the world with the best wine and food. Matthew, that's in northern Italy, and southern Italy is actually better. Fun fact. Southern Italy is better than northern Italy. Uh, so that's I've something to keep in mind. Go ahead, Nick. I've noticed the pattern here. You respond to the answers, not to the question, but to your original tweet. But I like that, and I appreciate that. I'm going to go to the question one so we get something different. Lork love you, loves you, uh, enjoys Portugal, Lisbon. And uh, uh, Bunny uh, wants to go to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Signal, uh, interested in Rio de Janeiro. Really, Signal? Uh, yeah, 100% Brazil is where it's at. Wow. Is pretty, is, wow. Is dope. Yeah. Fire pick. Farouk, what's your pick? I, I, I want to die on the south coast of Italy. Oh, okay. I can see that, oh, dude. Ashes out there on the winery or some shit. I feel like with those glasses, all you need is like a, a well-fit suit. That's it. You know? Me and my NFTs and my <laughs> Tiffany Pump chain. Farouk's got the uh, real chain, Nick. <laughs> Uh, well, wh where is that, by the way, Farouk? Can we see it? I, I don't have it yet. Um, I got an email last night saying I'm due at some point in the next few weeks, but um, I haven't heard yet. I had to go through so many uh, issues because I'm in Canada, so you have to like go through so many like different processes to get your shit in Canada. Could have just got right on like, customs. Like this is only twenty bucks. The value is twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, and they have to go through official accounts. It's like yeah, have to do crazy like like KYC things, your passport and shit just to get the thing like here. Um, well, if you want a uh, one week turnaround time, you can go my path and uh, get uh, the better looking version. Fan. I almost texted you last night asking you what's up with that because I really like it. So good call. Um, Bull Market Rich says Philippines, amazing, friendly people, beautiful landscape and everything's nice and cheap. I haven't been to the Philippines and I'd like to go there. I like that pick. I, I love when I go to foreign countries and it's cheaper than your country just because it makes you feel like uh, you are richer than you are. And uh, it's just really fun to get really delicious food because the food everywhere is better than the United States for a low amount of money. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get into the weather report. Real quick, Pio. Yeah. I just wanted to say a number of people mentioned my basement or my couch and some <laughs> other things. So, like, unfortunately, you all can't come over. I just wanted people to know that. But, yeah, let's dive into it. Okay, real quick, Beals.eth said, Signal, move to Australia. The stories of wildlife out to kill you are overstated. Did Signal, like, go on record saying that she wouldn't move to Australia because wildlife might kill her? Like, I don't really understand where this is. Yeah. The, the, thing is, the thing is about Australia, I understand his comment because everybody who has not been to Australia kind of thinks that there's, like, funnel spiders on the toilet seats. They're going to bite your ass and you're going to die on the toilet floor. Like, the wildlife situation is real, but you have to go, like, out back. It's, they're, they're not just hanging around waiting to kill you when, you when you step out your door. Australia is beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, look, there's ways to operate. If something's going to kill you, then there's ways to operate so that it doesn't end up killing you. So you can totally figure that out. I actually have a Twitter post coming out about that in the near future. Nick knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have to get to uh, the weather report. But before we do, the show is sponsored by So Rare. 
Okay, that's our main sponsor, So Rare. Uh, you can sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com slash so rare. If you like fantasy sports and NFTs, So Rare is the platform for you. If you look at the tweet pinned to the top, one of the tweets, it's that we're giving away a limited Stephen Curry So Rare card. Stephen Curry, if you don't know, is one of the best players of all time. And right now in the NBA, he's still one of the best players. Uh, so you know that card's going to have value. We just saw a crazy sale on So Rare in the past couple weeks. 186000 for a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Greek freak. Limited card. One of one card, actually. The volume on So Rare is definitely there. In January, the volume finished at over $8 million just on that, or excuse me, over $25 million just on that platform. And we have over $6 million already in February. Uh, at the end of the day, everybody that knows anything about NFTs know volume is incredibly important. And So Rare is built on Layer 2 Ethereum. It's built on Starkware. So all you ETH maxis don't have to be scared. And your Layer 2 Ethereum NFTs on So Rare can be bridged to Layer 1 if you want them there. Uh, so sign up for So Rare, the nifty.com slash So Rare. Weather Squad, please take it away. Can't wait to hear the weather report. You got it, Captain. Uh, today is Thursday, the 9th of February, 2023. Open volume cooking 19.6 million. That's up about four to five million dollars higher than what we've been seeing for most of this week. Looking over at the leaders, Ape still holding that nice 10% pump at 78.3. Mutant steady 15.3. Punk steady uh, 64. Azuki still hanging out at 15E, Moonbird 7.5, Doodle 6.1, a little bit of a pullback on Pudgy, still strong though, 5.6, then Clonex coming, holding that 5E floor at 5.2. Some uh, important news updates over the past 24 hours. Pudgy Penguins and Clonex both shot up in leading the OpenSea rankings, which we haven't seen outside of like any of the other top projects really get into the top three over the past week or so. So that's pretty significant. Pudgies and D-Gods announced a joint in real life event in Paris and Clone X trading activity shows more than a hundred clones have been sold through wrapped ETH offers in the past 24 hours. Unusual to see Clone X at the number one spot, but the floor is still holding at 5.2 ETH despite those uh, wrapped ETH sales. Our man Jack Butcher announced Super Burn Sunday. Sounds cooler than the Super Bowl to me. For checks holders, floor pulled back down to 2 ETH, but after that announcement, it's back up holding that 2.2 ETH range. DGen Mint Chungos popped off yesterday. No way. Nifty Portal was all over this mint. Floor ran up to almost 0.4 before settling at 0.2 this morning. There's people in the world that was getting in on this project at 0.02. Some are even minting it. So, uh, I mean, just insane amounts of money being made in NFTs over the past couple of weeks. Lots of opportunities to be had. Last but not least, Whale Collector Dingling bought seven ordinal punks for a total of, and you haven't heard this on the show yet, uh, pricing NFTs. In Bitcoin, he bought seven ordinal punks for 15.2 Bitcoin. That's $344,000. Ordinal punks floor is now $50,000. 
If I was smart, I would have bought these nine days ago. But literally, I saw a someone bought one for two hundred dollars, and you know, it's. Uh, I think they ended up selling it for fifty or sixty ETH. Pretty insane. Uh, also, there's another project in Ethereum. It's called On the Edge of Oblivion. It's a collection which allows holders to burn their ERC seven twenty one token for an ordinal on Bitcoin at a later date. This to ETH floor. We're seeing lots of projects um, on ETH trying to help people get ordinal ex uh, exposure. On-chain monkeys overnight actually went from sub-1 ETH to 2.8 ETH after they made an announcement that they were uh, inscribing their Ethereum collection to Bitcoin. So lots of wild activity happening over there. Taking a quick look at crypto, we got a little bit of a pullback. Bitcoin 22.6 ETH 1628. Solana 22.9, 85.7. Uh, uh, those numbers may be moving up slightly uh, since writing this, maybe up a you know five or ten percent. We're seeing lots of volatility, but things moving up uh, after Disney per, uh, uh, had some strong earnings coming out. So uh, got a pop on uh, equities. I think crypto moved up a little bit this morning as well. Back to you in the studio, Pia. Absolutely fantastic weather report yeah. as usual, Nick. No. Okay. I'm so pissed about this ordinal punks thing because they're just <clears throat> right-click save versions of punks, which is like, Not are you serious? The, punks. the ordinal punks are mutant punks. The first 100 are mutant punks, which is even worse because like that was a derivative of punks. And the ones Dingling bought are like a 0.001 ETH floor. I think it's, it's so just wild that everyone's like trading on spreadsheets and stuff like that. It sounds crazy and bizarre, but like when I first got into NFTs, I watched Matty DCL's YouTube videos, and you—he's been on the show before. He used to trade like Decentraland in Discord over the counter for like years. So it's kind of wild that like you know we're seeing that um, same kind of thing, uh, you know, happen again. But uh, Po and Nick, remember I DM'd you? I was like, I think these ordinal things are going to be big. If we had all just bought ordinal punks that day, I mean, it would have been. Kicks. The issue is there's like you need a Bitcoin node to send them, which is yeah. a headache in itself, or you need to trust a project founder to escrow all the deals. So it's like, God forbid the founder deletes the discord and now he has everything. It's all so his. It's it's the Wild West. I mean, it's really if NFTs are the Wild West, this is uh, the outpack in Australia, like Sig <laughs> was talking about. Like this is you can get bit by a, just a random spider and die. Let, let's get the newsletter, but there's more to discuss, I think, on this Ordinals thing, which is just the most infuriating bullshit scam ever. Well, Keo, it's, go it, ahead. it's fantastic. You're still early, Nick. <laughs> it's fantastic that we have Shark on stage then because he's been uh, all over this. Um, anyway, updates from the, the Nifty Daily newsletter. So that's the Nifty Daily Digest. Sign up at thenifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Uh, and that gets delivered to your inbox every single day. First story, uh, Twitter has rolled out longer tweets to Twitter Blue subscribers in the United States with paying users now able to post tweets up to 4,000 characters in length. I don't know if my account got that. I also don't know if I personally want that, and I don't know how this is going to impact Twitter. A lot of big changes, a lot of weird changes hitting Twitter relatively recently, so we'll have to see how all this stuff plays out long term. Uh, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong, you probably know him if you've been in crypto, shared that he's heard rumors from the US, from the SEC that they'd like to ban retail investors from engaging in cryptocurrency staking. 
So it's almost like it's an all-out attack on the quote-unquote crypto side of the industry. Um, other than that, software engineer OX Saigar posted his Dookie Dash post-mortem report revealing all the exploits and cheats found in the game. I mean, look, can't say that it's that surprising that a game that's being released by, you know, a relatively early gaming business had some exploits. Other than that, uh, you know, we got the story about Dingling. That's that's pretty much, those are your stories. Over to Nick to kind of lead this conversation on Ordinals. Nick, keep in mind, we got Shark on stage on on the Twitter side. We got Spencer on stage on the Twitter side. Don't want to forget about them as we kind of dive into it. But Nick, please take it away. I mean, if that's something to say about it, I'm down. My biggest thing uh, is what I said about this fact that like the way that ordinals work is you just like upload an image and now you have it. And this was like kind of early on with ETH where people were complaining about you could just like take an image and then upload a copy of someone else's is kind of how the the Bitcoin ordinal thing is starting. Look, I don't actually hate the Bitcoin ordinals, and I'm actually really interested in them. The the thing that I think is sort of odd is that people are paying as much as they are for derivative artwork, and they're viewing like the early version of it as uh, having as being key. But like, if you think about early NFTs, most of them are worthless. Um, the, there was a whole, the, the NFT archaeologists, uh, like, uh, you know, last year and the year before, especially were pretty popular, uh, 2021 where you had, uh, people going through like Adam McBride and, uh, selecting saying like, Oh, this one was from 2017. You're definitely going to want to, uh, get one of these. Most of the ones that I got of those are completely worthless now. And, yeah. uh, and, and so I, I just feel like something similar is happening here where people are figuring it out. The downside of this as well is uh, it's going to be way much slower to evolve because Bitcoin development is way more complicated. You don't have Web3.js. You don't have uh, Ethereum's entire foundation is built on top of ha being a development platform or like that's their core offering. Bitcoin doesn't offer that same thing. So I just feel like it's going to be like a high friction process to make this transition. And a lot of the people that are buying in right now are probably going to get wrecked. Yeah, there's a lot of like mania and stuff going around. I do think some people are approaching it uh, with uh, the first K, like um, in uh, the ES, uh, number collections where like, you know, you're, you're in the first 1K or you're in the first 10K. I think some people are looking at that with with the I'm not pumping own a single ordinal under 10k. I'm just I, I just see some people saying like that's the approach they're looking at. Like the first a thousand ordinals are like the first 1k collection and the first 10k or 10k. Who knows if that stands the test of time or not? I agree with you. I think that I think that probably like art and stuff like that because one of the big things is that like it's not easy to tie all of these ordinals together as a collection like you can with a smart contract on Ethereum. So I feel like, you know, art and things like that, that maybe aren't as like dependent in like, like a 10 K profile pick collection may stand the test of time better. But I mean, I think either this thing can completely fade away or it's like you're experimenting with Ethereum in 2017. I think either way, just like understanding the technology and kind of keeping tabs on it is, is like a good thing if you're super into NFTs. But I agree with you. I don't think that, the approach right now is like, oh, I'm going to take two ETH and just spray and pray it across like anything, doing anything with ordinals, right? I think like probably just like understanding the tech 
You're completely cutting out kicks. Uh, I want to let ZK speak as to what he's, uh, uh, he has a bunch of thoughts on this. So uh, ZK, what's going on? What's going on, man? And uh, happy to be a VR uh, punk brother on Bitcoin now. But <laughs> um, I think you guys are missing the bigger picture here is that uh, okay, Bitcoin thief. is the largest decentralized network in the world, right? If you gave me a trillion dollars, you couldn't make a better decentralized network. And now you could upload JPEGs or other types of media files directly onto the chain. You don't need counterparty. You don't need any other side chain on the other tokens to see this stuff. Uh, you know, there's only one block explorer that's really picking up this right now, but there's a lot of people talking about building wallets. A lot of people talking about building marketplaces and like, uh, think about ENS domains. Like there's some provenance, like there's Bitcoin. If you had to take a bet on any chain being around a thousand years from now, I think everyone, the consensus would say Bitcoin. And now you have, uh, you know, a number like the, the ordinals are number two, like the sub 10 K ordinals are definitely what I'm focusing on as well, especially collections that minted there. But like, if you think about it, I really think it'll be a hundred thousand next. That's will be people will be going for, and then a million because look at the rate; uh, it's not stopping, and it's uh, the learning curve is crazy right now. So it's you know people can't buy it. The trading is really messy. It reminds me about CryptoKitties too, where half of the Bitcoin developer community was offended, kind of uh, you know very controversial about this. And think about the Trump NFTs, the Porsche NFTs. This is the ingredients to make a perfect meme. And it's not going away, uh, even if they forked it or, you know, I don't think they could pass like a BTP like that. But even if they did fork it, hypothetically, the ones that are minted would stay on the Bitcoin chain already. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty bullish on them because I think this stuff is not going to go away. And having the value of the most decentralized network and having media there, I think that that's the most powerful kind of uh, narrative in my head, I think. And I know this is some crazy bull posting math. But if you think about NFT volume as a function of the overall chain volume, right? So like if you look at like Ethereum and you're like, okay, Ethereum does 9 billion in volume a day. What's like the percentage of that that's like NFT volume, right? If you look across all of these different chains, you could make an argument that like NFT volume is a function of the overall chain volume. If you do that math, then like Bitcoin could potentially be doing – $20 million a day in NFTs or $30 million a day in NFTs. And people say, oh, the tran transactions per second is so bad on Bitcoin. Dude, Ethereum is like 21 and Bitcoin's like seven. That's like being the second slowest person in a race and making fun of the slowest person in a race. And all right, so I want to hear from Spencer for sure, then Sig, then Farouk. We got a, a great uh, batch of speakers. Uh, what have I been telling you about Bitcoin? It's the number one okay, chain. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Spencer, go ahead. Spencer, please. Well, well real, real, real quick, the, uh, uh, just to interject, this is obviously bullish to what ZK was, uh, uh, what ZK is saying. I'm bullish on it. I just think like a lot of the ones that are being created right now are, uh, are not that great. And I'm interested. I hope people build a platform on top of it because I'd like to, I'd like to own some of these. And I was chatting with, uh, 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 the person who's building our current project that we're preparing to launch um, or one of the developers on it, he's been messing around with it. So like, I'm interested in getting some of these ordinals, but uh, I, I still think a lot of people are going to get wrecked on it. Spencer, how much of your portfolio is now in ordinals? Spencer, your volume's super low. You want to jack up the volume on your mic, please? Uh -oh. Or just unplug the uh, the mic and just speak into the phone for now? I'll just do that. Um Let's yeah, go. So the here's the thing, right? Is 
my skepticism around ordinals comes from like this is not the first um nfts on the bitcoin blockchain like there's been various versions i'm sure farouk will speak to you know if, if i think what's the grail on the bitcoin blockchain i'm pretty sure it's the rare pepe uh nakamoto uh, sorry the, the 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 fake rare nakamoto the nakamoto card, card. Right? um like that that uh, to me yeah. feels like the og on the bitcoin blockchain you also for a while have had stacks protocol right so this argument that like oh nfts will be big on bitcoin like stacks is an l2 on bitcoin that's had nfts it's been kind of a nothing burger like i, I just i get and people are gonna come up and be like oh like ordinals are different or whatever um but there's been like multiple to me moments where bitcoin nfts could have shined and like I think it's actually like net bearish that the um, the the like the first you know what's gonna be the grails right where like the the grail of 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 this chain is sort of the first things it's the ones with the highest sales like everyone's gravitated towards like these like ordinal punks and like I mean this is a derivative of a derivative right that just like uh, I just see no thesis long run on it I could be totally off here I often am but. I just, there's way too much hype. There's, it just doesn't feel like it's going to last to me. And real quick, I think you should uh, declare that you're, you're not an actual believer in Bitcoin, correct? You're, you're an ETH maxi. Am I correct about that? Spencer? Yeah, sorry. Did you say that again that I'm an ETH maxi? I'm totally an ETH maxi. So keep, keep, keep and, and not a fundamental, not a fundamental believer in Bitcoin. Am I correct about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I never hold Bitcoin, never have, never will, because Bitcoin becomes unsecure over a set time horizon. And so I don't see Got any it. reason that people should have Bitcoin exposure. The but I did hear an argument that this will actually make it secure. What is this feedback coming from? I have no idea where the feedback is coming from, but we're getting feedback when uh, other people... Are I think it's when Spencer's but, unmuted, but go ahead, Nick. Um, I, I think Spencer's spot on. And Bitcoin's a joke. So next person had their hand raised was Signal. What's going on? It sounds like um, Spencer's on trial and PO is the prosecutor and he's just <laughs> asking questions. I just want to confirm that you are not a Bitcoin maximalist. Okay, we have that. <laughs> so, I was saying just the believer, like just flat, like, you know, that's like saying I don't believe in water. I don't believe in like, you know, exercise. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 You're, you're, you're you're it to Jesus as well, but yeah. Hear me out on this. Yeah. Right? But I just feel like, you know, PO is like, I want the truth. We found the Fed. Go ahead, Sig. Yeah. No, um, I am actually a little bit on Spencer's page about this, though. Um, I think it's kind of strange that it's the Ethereum NFTs on Bitcoin, which are the ones that everybody is going for. Um, I just think that, I mean, for me personally, I like the, I like what Kix was saying about sort of that ENS, try and get the first one to a thousand or one to 10,000. But um, I think there's going to be so many plays on there and just going after like the chromie squiggle over on BTC or the punks over on BTC. It's not very original. And I would be looking out for uh, ordinals, which are, which are more original and just thoughtful to the, to thoughtful to the Bitcoin blockchain and what that technology can do today. I just think running over there and buying something that because it looks like an ETH NFT is 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 just it's just a weird play. It's too obvious. And right now the risk return, uh, at least for me, I'm not a ding-a-ling, but I just think it's just like over it's completely overpriced right now. 
Real quick, I just want to make sure we uh, manage this properly. So Farouk had his hand raised next. We got uh, Frank and we got Kicks. So we're just going to go in that order. So uh, Farouk, what's going on? Um, I think what the the point that um, the point that DK makes in terms of like them like Bitcoin having value, being a decentralized network, all that stuff is is absolutely right. But does it mean that the actual punk, like the the ordinal punk? will be a highly tradable asset in the next weeks or months. Like we've seen punks pop up on every chain. I mean, even Vitalik was a fan of optimism punks at some point, right? He literally tweeted it out like at the time. He was like, at least these punks provide positive value to the space, whatever, or something like that. But the thing is like, I- I'm all for like the whole Bitcoin, uh, the NFTs there. I have a very heavy rare pepper and fake rare collection and I love it there. Uh, and it's And I like how it was always like this, like, friction to even like get access to like the XCP or even like OTC trading and like uh, buy on Pepe drops and stuff. Like secondly, I'm sure they're running like spreadsheets in the back end. That's literally how they've been doing their sales forever. So I'm a big fan of that stuff, especially as soon as it get a little more complicated uh, because it makes it more fun and more interesting. But like, I, I like, I think you're right. Like when you're trying to be cautiously bullish about like, uh, like the Bitcoin punks per se. Now, if I want to pick one or two up just for the lulls that I'll keep and then one day it goes to zero, sure. But from a trading part, like it could be dangerous because like it's the first thousand that got a lot of heat, right? I think Easy is like expert in the matter, but um, that or ZK, but and then the first specific, like the first hundred, if I'm missing. So now there's 10,000, you know, doesn't mean they're all going to trade crazy, but definitely like there's something to, to, to look at over there. It's interesting, but you know, there's a theorem NFTs. So it's just like, it's tough, right? To be able to like, there's so much actual like value here. Like when you don't want to talk store value for NFTs particularly, no matter how much you want to push it to Bitcoin, I think it'll always come back to like a collection of the actual crypto punks on ETH. I, I so, think, uh, I was going to say, I think real- that's a, a good a good call for Roke. And like, let's say you're feeling FOMO that you missed out on ordinals. Something that's basically the same thing, like almost identical to Bitcoin ordinals is fantasy sports on the blockchain as brought to you by So Rare. Okay, so if you're thinking, I missed out on Bitcoin ordinals, well, basically a one-for-one swap is go play fantasy fucking basketball right now on So Rare. So you can sign up at the nifty.com slash So Rare. They sponsor our show. I heard So Rare was acquiring all the Bitcoin ordinals so you can't buy them they're out of circulation and the only way to get them is to go and be really good at so rare no that was all made up but anyway in january what is not made up is that so rare had like i said 25 million dollars of volume holy smokes and if you want to join so rare get some reps in now so you can get good at it and then once our league, which is now full, our private league, gets more spots, which we're going to get, then you can play head-to-head against me, Nick, probably Easy, and other members of the Nifty in fantasy basketball. They just added the English Premier League to a four-year deal, the number one football league in the world. Holy shit. Uh, so you already know that they're making major moves. They have deals with the MLB, EPL, and the NBA for all you three-letter uh, <laughs> fans out there of different sports. Anyway, uh, sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com slash so rare. I know Frank had his hand raised. Frank, anything to chime in with on Bitcoin ordinals? You're, you're a big brain. What are you thinking about here? Yeah, I'm a big Bitcoin guy. Um, I just want to say for people in the audience that are feeling FOMO, don't worry. We control the narrative here. So, you know, you're going to be early until we drop something on Bitcoin if we do. And then whenever we do, we'll just be like, yeah, this is early. Now you're early. And so we're good. Yeah, we control the spreadsheet. This is exactly the point. So don't worry about it, guys. 
We got time. I'll wait for some real volume. You know, these are baby numbers right now. So, yeah, just taking, exercising some patience. Um, no, but I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think that the spreadsheets are bullish. So excited. Um, but people are crazy for fading Bitcoin. Spencer out here fading Bitcoin. Bro's got the cartoon. Uh, like he has his PFP. This is wild right now. Satoshi, the originator of this. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Go ahead, Nick. We got shot, shots fired left and right over whether or not Bitcoin's uh, chain and PO sitting here literally like foaming at the mouth over the situation kicks. You got your hand raised. Yeah, I got I got two things to say. Um, one is uh, I hate to break it to some people, but uh, rare Pepe's are not on Bitcoin. They're on a layer two counterparty. Uh, strike NFTs are not on Bitcoin. That's like saying that my Polygon NFT is on Ethereum. It's not. So like the, these are the first on-chain Bitcoin. They'll, they'll be on there for forever on the actual like, you know, uh, Bitcoin blockchain. And then also the point with like ordinal punks pumping first, any new network that uh, gets NFTs for the first time, it works out the exact same way. Like when Optimus, I have Arbitrum punks. I spent one ETH on them. Like I'm down 90% on them like a year and a half later. Single new chain Solana had sold. Punk. We just saw it with Canto. Yeah. We saw it with Aptos. Exactly. The same. So, like, you Every can't really flood Bitcoin. Yeah. Go ahead, Kex. I was just saying, yeah, like, the like this happens every single time. Like, people just like rush and they throw just the lowest quality derivatives on first. Just like, kind of like Signal was saying, the play is, is to wait for like the first interesting project to drop on ordinals. And do something interesting. Nobody's like, oh, uh, 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 punks on Ethereum aren't worth anything because they're ETH NFT 100,020, right? Like, that's not how it works, right? Like, the first significant ordinal project could be the punks of, you know, ordinals. But, like, this is the first Bitcoin on-chain NFTs ever to be made, ordinals. That's why people are speculating them so hard. That's massively significant. Bitcoin is the number one cryptocurrency in the world. So this is a very significant thing. I don't think you should FOMO in and buy like Dookie Snooky's 1K collection of pixelated poop. But like, I do think that you should look at ordinals as this thing may actually have. And when I see something that actually looks interesting, maybe I uh, take a flyer bet. I personally would take Dookie Snooky's poop. Hold on, Frank. Go ahead, Nick. How do you spell that? I would take... Uh, D-O-O-K-I-E, Snooky, S-N-O-O-K-I-E, uh, apostrophe S, poop, P-O-O-P, Dookie Snooky's poop. So I would definitely ape into that one big time. ZK and then uh, Bell NFTs. Um, ZK, what's your, uh, you sound like you yeah. have some clarification there. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like there's uh, people that don't know what they're talking about. Like I've been living in the orbitals world right now i have a full node running i've inscribed over 100 things and like you guys think that the collections on eth are the ones being desired because that's what you guys see on twitter but i'm telling you right now like there's collections you never heard of that are only 100 that are trading more and it's like funny that people have any type of inference about the volume because it's all traded otc you guys have no idea i wouldn't be surprised if it's trading more volume than OpenSea. you know think about it. a couple bitcoin sales is pretty significant um but yeah at the end of the day you guys are missing that you're comparing it to early nfts on other chains this is bitcoin this is the first one it's on chain there's the most powerful decentralized network in the world that's going to outlive all of us so like if you don't think having something in the first 10th day that k that's relevant 
is going to be significant 50 years from now. I mean, it's just like uh, just hearing the cope is pretty amazing. I know there's a little more upside to come because, oh, yeah, it's just like you guys are missing the bigger picture here that this is Bitcoin. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you, like you, you well, well, ZK like, Snark, let me ask you, what son, was where'd you find this? ZK, I mean, ZK Snark, what? What was the what was the uh, the first ten thousand NFTs on Ethereum, and are they desired right now? Yeah, but uh, you're missing the point that I just explained. It's Bitcoin, and it's like yeah, the crypto. Oh, oh cards, my god! Body Yeah, like I don't know if you just heard what I just said, but like, come on, man! Like, just think about it. It's the difference here is that it's Bitcoin. You're making a comparison. And it's also this is a different type of benefit. I'm making There's a no comparison royalties. of the number two most popular cryptocurrency to the number one yeah. popular cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's but, not like yeah. Ethereum yeah, yeah, is, is like Bitcoin a layer is, 40. Yo, don't sleep on Polygon though. Bitcoin is almost two and a half the size of Ethereum. <laughs> I mean, think about it that way. Like, how does that? In my how does that make the NFTs on big? Like, I'm not anti Bitcoin NFTs. Because I'm people thinking, were How does Bitcoin. that? But ease has been the culture, like it's the currency of internet culture at the. Um, just sleeping on Polygon. Based on it, right? And yeah, then, well, and then you the have like here. The difference here oh. is that the NFTs are different. There's no royalties. This is truly immutable and decentralization. There's no update authority. There's no Wait, smart contract bullshit. So hold on, couple things, couple things. We're not going to talk over each other. That's one thing. Uh, I'm on the same page as Shark. However, I'm going to throw a flag, Shark, and I'm going to say there might be some bag holder bias coming out there. I I think your message is correct, but your passion is telling me that. The other thing is we want to do a deal with Polygon. So how can we figure out a case that Bitcoin is not as good as Polygon, which is just a layer two on Ethereum? I think Frank can help us out with that, and he could probably refer us to decision makers at Polygon to get that deal in the books. But go We're ahead. Already in conversations with them and and uh i'm gonna send them a link to this clip just so they recognize the absolute uh conviction that we have in the world's greatest chain ever polygon oh, i have the <laughs> i have the secret sauce here guys all you have to do is just uh, say a polygon is gonna flip bitcoin and then we are good to go deals are being signed we're good to go baby <laughs> dude well look at the price of of matic right now it would indicate that uh people are more bullish on this than anything else and i do have a a bag of matic but bell you want to say something as well that's what i'm asking you know uh, <laughs> dude. it's oh it's coming and we're gonna get it there okay this is 2000 x away uh, or 20,000 x away we, we about to get there on god <laughs> bell welcome to the show great to have you how's it going Mutes are coming Hey guys, happy to be here. Um, Ordinals, man, it's the new kid on the block. Everybody's looking at it. I think it's freaking insane not to be bullish about it, to be perfectly honest. And it's even more insane not to be bullish about Bitcoin and the technology behind it. I mean, come on, guys. It's Bitcoin. Uh, you know, I don't talk about it too much because I don't want to be clown like and, and fudded like P.O. gets all the time of like, you're a Bitcoin maxi. I don't want to become that person. But come on. It's Bitcoin, you know, it, it started everything. It, it's sound money. I mean, it's so many things. I think it's important to recognize how big this could be and how, how, um, how much it opens up the door for other people to come into the NFT space and to understand and be interested in what blockchain is and what technology is and why, 
you know, NFTs could do a lot more than just be a pretty picture or just a, a JPEG somewhere. So I think that it's incredibly risky right now. It, it is the wild, wild west. I've learned a little bit about it. I was on the space with NFT now in, in, in which um, like we dove straight into it. We watched the whole 10,000 first of them inscribed. So it really opened up my eyes to how bullish people are on this and how many, how many people are FOMOing into this. And I'm with ZK. I mean, people are making a shit ton of money on this right now. I think that if you're not like well-versed and, and a full trader and know how to move in and out of it and be able to maneuver it, I wouldn't even touch it at this point. But I do think that it behooves all of us to be educated on it and be paying attention to what's coming on right now. There is no marketplace. So unless you're willing to like risk it all or risk a whole lot, don't play around with it. But be aware that the marketplaces are coming incredibly fast. Gamma has been one. <laughs> That's what I'm talking yeah. about, Bell. I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. It seems sound like you're going to keep going. I want to shout out one audience member. Great comment. Mantra said, you guys are the well, shit. He didn't finish it. I, 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 want, I want him to finish the thought first before we, before we share it. <laughs> okay. um, be, because he said, oh, there you go. He finished it. Sorry, you can go ahead. Oh, you said you guys are the shit of society talking about your stupid NFTs uh, while people have no food in Turkey. So thank you very much, Mantras, for that uh, co that comment. That was very positive. Nick, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that was helpful. And uh, th as you know, we talk about geopolitical uh, and uh, you know global uh, human rights uh, situations um, here on this show. So All the time. Uh, that you can't... You you came to the right place. Easy. You got your hand raised. And then I saw Farouk had his hand raised. And ZK just can, persistently has his hand raised. I want to hear what Easy says, but and I don't want to interrupt. But can I finish my thought? Yeah, absolutely. Real quick. Oh, I didn't Thank know you. that you didn't finish. Sorry. That's okay. No problem. Okay. So marketplaces. There are no marketplaces right now. But what I'm going to throw at you right now is Gamma. Gamma has been working on stacks for quite a long time. They just opened it up two days ago in which you can go and see your um, ordinals on the wallet. And they just opened it up as of like last night inscribe so you don't need, sorry you can you're, you're sorry i had a call coming in so you don't need a node a full node to be able to inscribe these things a lot of things are coming onto the market there's a bot around there if you do your research it's been to my profile by the way gamma now allows you to inscribe it and you know Part of the thing about why it's such shitty quality right now is because of the fees that are associated to it. But they're coming. They're learning how to decompress it and they're coming. Jack Butcher is already in the talks to be able to to transfer over or at least not transfer over completely, but to drop something soon. So it, it behooves all of us to be highly educated on this, know exactly how to maneuver it when it does come. All right. Well, uh, you sound bullish on it. So we got bullish bell on. Uh, I got uh, my the, bear case on it. Let's go. Okay, e Let's go. Easy. You still need a node to send anything. So regardless, until they figure out an aspect of how to get it off of the wallet without a 7 to 10 business day period, like, I got more faith in Frank delivering on time than I do to send something from a Bitcoin <laughs> node, you know? Excuse so, me. <laughs> that's Let's where I'm go. at with that. But in addition, <laughs> in addition to it, man, it's like they have all these tools right now that are like, yeah, you can inscribe. That's great. Look at the marketplaces. They haven't been filled with scammers up until today when now you have a bunch of people doing all this stuff, trying to take advantage of it. I'm seeing a bunch of messages in discords that are like, I'm still waiting for you to send my, my ordinal and it's been six hours. 
So like that's going to only ramp harder without marketplaces. And to Nick's point, all of this stuff at the moment takes a lot longer to build on, on uh, Bitcoin, which like, yeah, it's the first. But if more volume increases, so does the cost to process, which actually makes those gas fees more expensive. The long period of time to actually process a block doesn't help a blockchain when you have a lot of volume. So like that's my bear case against it. And like I said, like there's not an easy way to send without a node yet. And that's going to be the hardest barrier of entry for a marketplace. Watch, watch everybody have to set up nodes and they just like improve the hash rate and like security of Bitcoin, like through <laughs> and everyone's just running nodes. It's a way better network. <laughs> That's also, I have bug derives might save Bitcoin on God. <laughs> yeah. That's the 4D chess move. I love how Kix was, there was about to be people talking over each other, but then Kix just totally froze uh, right there in the spot so we didn't get to get it. Um, I also love that because we're talking about Bitcoin ordinals, a lot of people in the NFT space don't know that about like toxic Bitcoin maximalist culture. They're just unaware that that's a thing. But in the Bitcoin community, it's a huge thing. It's actually like a divide right now between toxic and non-toxic Bitcoin maximalism. Whenever you talk about Bitcoin ordinals like we are now, I'm seeing toxic Bitcoin maximalists come into the show, like recognizable accounts, and they request to speak and they just thumbs down emoji over and over again, like, you know, until they get let up, but they don't get let up. But those thumbs down emojis actually help the show because it favors the Twitter algorithm. So that's that 4D chess again. <laughs> again, keep smashing those Bitcoin thumbs guys. down. Everybody hit those thumbs down. Let Twitter know that this is some garbage, you know, and, uh, 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 what what we're really thumbs downing, and I'm on the same same side as the B Bitcoin maxis. We need to get rid of these ordinals. They're complete garbage, <laughs> and the only thing that matters is ETH NFTs. So yeah. I'm let, let let them up and uh, let them let them spew hate, you know, because that's something that I'm interested in. Hey, and if uh, that guy talking about Turkey wants to identify the correct charity to donate here, because it's very difficult to find, I did some research. I'll throw some money at the Turkey charity because hearts do go out to people who are uh, suffering right now. It is quite a humanitarian disaster. And, and what one quick interesting thing that we haven't talked about with ordinals is people are taking two different angles. One, they're taking like the first 10K ordinals put on Bitcoin, but the ordinals are like inscribed into like this, like the tokens themselves. So some people are trying to find like some of the first tokens ever minted and into those so it's it's kind of interesting it would be like trying to find like the first 10,000 ethereum ever minted so that you could put like an ethereum nft inside of it i just wanted to call that out because i thought that was like kind of interesting because of the way ordinals work I, one thing that is clear from all of this conversation though and i and i think which is why this is so popular a couple of things uh that did not exist at, at the beginning of um uh, so, so like when NFTs started becoming popularized in like 2017, there was a trend about the ridiculousness of the crypto crypto kitties uh, prices that people were paying. But crypto kitties was kind of like the vast majority of NFTs uh, being traded, I would say, um, because they were so popular. Uh, but it didn't take, you know, until 2021, we didn't see this like or end of 2020, whenever you want to call it, we didn't see this massive rise. But now there's a lot more familiarity with NFTs which is why I think we're seeing this adoption happen so quickly. And you have a lot of ETH people that say this makes a ton of sense. And frankly, a lot of ETH people that own Bitcoin, uh, I'm, I'm in that category. And, uh, I, and I think, you know, I would like to own 
a Bitcoin NFT, I, I would like it to be easier, but I also understand the concept that more friction involved with this process gives it provides an opportunity. The only thing that I think is a little extreme here is some of the prices being uh, paid for the, uh, the some of those Bitcoin NFTs, I think are going to look ridiculous in hindsight. But uh, Dingaling, uh, a, a, a properly named uh, NFT collector, uh, is, I think, just uh, swinging his money around, basically, uh, to a certain degree. He has unlimited cash at this point in time because he's rugged the entire NFT market uh, by launching a marketplace. I'm just kidding. Um, but the, uh, 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 it, you know, he has a ton of money. So, uh, like, he, he could go spend a million dollars on uh, Bitcoin NFTs. It, it, I don't even Nick, know if that guy pays taxes. Like, I, Nick, like, <laughs> you, know how, you know how people complain about wash trading on Ethereum? Imagine it on a spreadsheet, dude. <laughs> it's just like, right, let's, uh, let's, let's trade this. <laughs> let's just uh, drag this uh, row down 50 times. Oh, cool. Look at that volume coming in, man. That thing's I mean, flying. I, to be fair... That's how the traditional art market works. Like, is basically True. that same way. Anyone that owns yeah. art is do tracking it on a spreadsheet. So, uh, I, I actually think that that's it. that's interesting. That said, uh, the fact that it is uh, that you need to use a spreadsheet for it when you have a ledger is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, um, just like how so, so, uh, our blockchain technology allows us to track everything, but there's no software that will just do my taxes for me, even though you can just plug <laughs> it right in. I gotta love it, gotta love it. Anyway, go ahead, Nick, sorry. Uh, well, there, there are, our accountant uh, has actually recommended us transfer off of uh, CoinTracker to a better, quote, better service. But anyways, um, the, the bottom line is- Well, dude, I love the, I love the Excel spreadsheets. Like if you just fill out a, a cell and just say 50 Bitcoin, they're like, the floor's pumping, let's go. It's anything goes on those things. It's chaos. It's so much fun. Like just open up a Google doc, request access, change fonts, add text in random cells, and they'll think it's the roadmap. It's great. <laughs> well, uh, look, I, I want to hear from Shark, my Bitcoin brother. I think he's been putting on his, his boxing hand wraps to get ready to defend ordinals at all costs here in between. He's like working out on the speed bag, getting ready to get back in in between rounds. Uh, Shark, l let us have it, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, I would just say someone give me a reaction if you actually own an ordinal on stage right now. Exactly. Like I'm no saying, one you, has you any guys, shark. You guys have I'm all these opinions. It. You probably don't understand the technology. It's all very new. And you're having you're comparing apples and oranges because you guys do not understand this stuff. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I have a bag here. There's definitely bags involved, but it's also that this is a different type of market. And it's like when you look on the ordinal blocking score, the first thing you see is the ordinal number. When there's a million ordinals out there, when there's five million ordinals out there, the first 10k, first 1k, like there's going to be provenance there. And then you hyperimpose that this is the most decentralized network in the world. What if governments start uploading, you know, Declaration of Independence is there? And like, yeah, it's irrational. It's super efficient, inefficient market right now. But, you know, commodities used to get traded by people yelling back and forth to each other. The stock exchange is just a, like a movie. You know, it's a TV studio now. There's nothing going on there. It's all electronic. There's people building. This stuff will get more efficient. But right now is the inconvenience of being early. And you're seeing the FOMO, the narrative with the memers there. Like this stuff is not going to go away. Even if it was like a hard fork, these ordinals are still going to live on this chain. So, uh. Yeah, I mean, I think people are going to, I would encourage people to go read the docs, ordinals.com. Actually understand this stuff. And, and I'll throw and it. check it out. And be careful. This is high risk. It's all OTC shit right now. It's, it's an inconvenience of being early. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. Like, people should just do some research before they have an opinion about it.
And I'll throw to Farouk in a second. I have never seen this side of you, Shark. You clearly have bag holder bias, buddy. But I'm on the same yeah, page as you. I'm a Bitcoin the, max. The thing you know, is, uh, he, he says the right stuff, but like he like just negs the shit out of you to start. <laughs> He's like, hey, you guys are dumbasses, and let me pitch you on this. Yeah, Spencer, how, no, is but, that, but, how was the blur airdrop in January? Like, come on, man. Give me some oh, credit. All right. Relax, oh, everybody. Uh, Relax. Relax, okay. This is not Jean Claude Van Damme getting ready for fucking Kumite. Okay, no, I mean, so take it no, easy. I, I just do it. Yo, thing, bro. Oh, you had the wrong date. You had the wrong <laughs> date on an NFT drop, you Wait, dumbass. And real quick, to give you context, to give you context, Shark, I hosted a show yesterday with all Bitcoin guys. That it was basically our audition for a potential new show that we're putting mo- that that people are putting money behind. That's all about Bitcoin. That I'd be the host of. So I am a Bitcoin guy, just like you are. I'm getting a kick out of the way that you've approached. I've never seen this side of you. Next time I see you in person, I'm going to mention this and I'm going to rib you about it a little bit, buddy. I'm going to give it to you. Um, I want to hear from Farouk and then from uh, from Kicks, bro. Like no one, like even on this stage, like on the video, disagreed with the fact that an ordinal could potentially have value. Absolutely nobody in this panel or on this stage even said that. Uh, that being said, it doesn't mean that it's gonna have the value it has now, and that all of them is gonna have value. Like it, that's all people are like. We know big. Like right now, like it's crazy that the like and even you know Balzier and everything. Like you're all right, but like the bullish case on Bitcoin, and every time we keep hearing for ten years, it's it's Bitcoin. And right now, Bitcoin, like I spent hours in the Bitcoin Max room the other day. It was just me, my my Ethereum picture, which is actually not even minted. And then 10 Bitcoin Max, like we didn't everything. They were fighting and they were yelling at each other, like calling each other scammers, like very strong words, PO, by the way. It's great. But they're having existential crisis on there already. And what, who are trading Bitcoin NFTs right now? ETH MFers, Solana MFers, the same people from Solana, like ZK Shark, who go from Bonk to Aptos Punks to Optimism <laughs> NFTs to Canto Longnecks, are shit, going bro. to Bitcoin NFTs right now. And, and, and the thing, and the thing is, like, there's nothing wrong with that either, because y'all traders are crushing it, and I have like so much respect for people who jump chain to chain. That's the grind. But like, yo, like, like that doesn't mean that, like, even then, like, they're they're literally telling Udi that he's uh, he's. Like that again, he's enriching white men and that he's ruining it for peer to peer transacting in third world countries because now they're blocking the Bitcoin blockchain, whatever they're clocking it, and that they can't try. Like, they really have a crisis in there right now. Like, they had a state of the union spaces to talk about Bitcoin. The toaster was rolling in his fucking grave thinking about what he's going to do next. Like, it's actually crazy. So, it's like, I think we need to be cautious here. Like, no one's saying Bitcoin is not going to be bullish, yada, yada, yada. And you're right. You know, maybe one day the Declaration of Independence goes fucking Bitcoin blockchain and then we'll check the first ones. But yeah, that's well, my point. Also- r- real quick, Nick, Farouk, Udi was on that show I was just talking about that I hosted yesterday and he actually went on record saying he was only focused on enriching white men in the world and fuck everybody else. So that part was correct. No, I'm just kidding, Udi. <laughs> so, Nick? So, uh, man, well, I actually, I just want to applaud Farouk for his statement. He is spot on and, uh, I, I got lost after you. After you, uh, <laughs> we're just having too in. much fun, Nick. This is a fun I, I, show, I was, ladies and gentlemen. I, I was like, uh, but that was so perfect, primarily because you're a completely correct. I'm. I was gonna say Bitcoin should just switch to proof of stake, and that'll solve everything. Kicks your hand is raised. What's going on? Take your shirt off, Nick. Yeah, I just wanted to quickly say, ZK Snark, ask about our pedigrees. Uh, I'm currently with a group of friends setting up a Bitcoin node. Uh, we're like 
eight or nine years, you have to sync this thing through the entire history of Bitcoin. We're like 55 weeks away from being synced. So we're like almost, <laughs> we're, we're in 2022. We're in early 2022 on our syncing. You know, you know, we're coming, boy. <laughs> it sounds like you're right on his heels. Uh, holy shit, 55 weeks, that's right around the corner. Um, Shark, did, did you did you buy another computer to do this? 500 gigabytes, baby, man. You need that. Kicks, I don't want to do hard drive. I don't want to do the bad news yet, but after you sync to the Bitcoin node, you have Uh-oh. to index the Ord wallet, which takes about 12 hours. Uh, so you also have to yeah. go dance outside naked in the rain. But, but 55 Kio, weeks real, and 12 hours. Kicks. Quick, that, that was the last thing I wanted to say. And yeah, I, I got heated because I'm passionate about Bitcoin. I love this stuff. I do, this is what I do. But this that's the most bullish thing that you just explained. All these NFT maxes that are mad, but if you actually want to trade this stuff, you're setting up a, bull, a full note on Bitcoin, contributing to the decentralization of the network. And, you know, that fee kind of stuff, because you look at the fees on the blockchain, I don't have to go for it. Just look at it. It says it itself. But, yeah, I think, like, this, no, this is good for nobody, the Bitcoin. Nobody bullshit. on here is mad. Nobody on here is mad about the success of ordinals other than the fact that maybe they missed out on a trade if there is any emotion about it. And that's simply because... Everyone on this stage is, is constantly FOMOing into like random NFTs. Everybody on this uh, stage has serious issues that are way bigger than, you know, whether or not they bought a Bitcoin ordinal is the way I would kind of sum it up. I couldn't sleep. What do you mean? I couldn't sleep thinking I didn't buy a Bitcoin I've ordinal. purchased every single Ethereum project that's promised an ordinal. <laughs> I'm not missing the boat. Life. I may move this PFP project to Bitcoin at this stage, bro. Like, I can't believe I missed out. Bitcoin Bodagos, baby. Launch it soon. Let's go. I mean, I'm in. You guys know I'm in. I mean, look, I feel like the point that Shark made, though, in all seriousness about how early, like, this is the kind of the inconvenience of being early. It's something to really think about. And when I think about being early, like, I guess the only other area besides Bitcoin ordinals I can think about being early to is our sponsor, So Rare. So even though they were founded in 2018, which is like five years ago, you're still actually early. When you sign up, they're like, you're early as fuck. Holy shit. How'd you even get here? How'd you find out about this? Anyway, the way you found out about it was this dumb show. Sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare. T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash so rare. If you like fantasy sports and blockchain, where else are you going to go? The answer is literally nowhere. This is your singular option. Go to so rare. What are you doing? You like NFTs. You like fantasy sports. You have problems. You sign up for so rare. T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash so rare. Um, in all seriousness, the volume's been going crazy. $200,000 almost sale on a Giannis Antetokounmpo Greek freak one-of-one card in like the past two weeks. There was a 50K John Morant sale. What are you guys waiting for? Sign up for So Rare, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash S-O-R-A-R-E. Nick, go ahead then signal. Yeah, two, two, uh, two quick things. One, uh, one of the upsides of using So Rare is that it doesn't prevent impoverished people from access their Bitcoin like Bitcoin ordinals does. And then the second uh, thing I was going to say is the first part of what you just entered there, the nifty.com, you're going to want to go and sign up there. You also have the opportunity to be early on something massive. And that's by signing up for our newsletter at T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Get on the newsletter. What are you doing? If you're not on it, you're not going to make it. And I'm not just saying that. Okay. I, I don't just come out here and randomly talk smack about people, various NFT projects, troll people <laughs> incessantly at random. I don't do that type of thing. I always keep it 100 and professional. So I want to hear okay. from, from Sig. 
Uh, Shark keeps leaving the show and coming back, which I think means he's slamming his phone against the ground over and over again and then joining from a different device. That's what I'm assuming is happening with Shark. I, what I love his passion, P.O. It's like that Moonbird cease energy. Remember when- you're completely cutting out, Kicks. I mean, dude, Kicks. The conversation we need to have about your technical setups is is longer than the conversation that we've had about Bitcoin ordinals today. I mean, good God, I'm about to put together a presentation for you or something. It's ridiculous. Okay. I also have Trevor on stage, who's one of our investors and and knows more about Bitcoin than anybody else. But first, we got to hear from Signal. What's going on, Sig? Yeah, no, I just found it pretty funny that. Um, it's Kix who's um, setting up a node, yet somehow he can't even speak on a live can't stream. Can't even connect hey, to the internet. No internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but hey, that's tech. That's technology for you. But like ZK, I think you're, you know, you're hundred percent spot on with your analogy to like comparing, for example, to, to, to the commodities markets back in the early days, where when a contract would actually execute, the pigs would physically get delivered to like to the exchange. So, you know, that's that that's what it was like in the early days of actually trading commodities. So like I get what you're saying about the early thing, but like I think where you need to sort of take a peg down a bit is like this is this is no walk in the park. Like Kix has just told you, you know, what you need to do to be able to set this up to get the node and be able to do everything else uh, or like after that. It is a technical feat. Not everyone is going to be up for that. Not everyone wants to dive into the docks. So like people can have an opinion uh, and not have actually be in the dirt because frankly, the barrier to entry right now is you need to get into those technical docks. And at the same time, the valuation on these assets right now I mean, personally, I think they're overvalued right now, at least the stuff that we're seeing on Twitter. Perhaps the stuff that we're not seeing is undervalued. But I think right now there's just so much FOMO that these things are going to make generational wealth and people should not be going into these assets right now. There is plenty of time for other stuff to come out, for other stuff to be looked at and to buy stuff that frankly isn't just a derivative of everything that's come off Ethereum. So like I'm with you. Everyone on stage likes what you're saying about ordinals, but to like basically speak to everyone as if they're a dumbass just because they don't know how to run a node, I'm just like peg it down a little because everybody here likes ordinals. Oh no! Get off the stage! What a queen! ZK, you just got It's over for ZK. Change your name. I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, I'm passionate, so I have a tone here, but it's like. I think you just described, like, don't have people understand the technical details of it and you still want to listen to their opinion. It's like, I'd rather listen to people that understand the technical side of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is Yo, very technical at the point, but just Google, go in the order of Discord. But your head's wobbling, man. <laughs> Shark, Shark, yeah, look, I mean, look, we're just having fun, dude. It's all good, all good. I'm having fun too. Well, I'm, I'm making a joke, dude. And like, I own 44 of these punks, so I mean, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Who knows? I could be completely wrong, but you know, I'm pretty confident. Uh, I, I'm a trader. I have my bet. You guys have your bets, and uh, yeah, we we all have fun too. All good. Nothing personal. Our opinion, <laughs> our opinion is the same as yours, and you're talking, you're you're talking. All right, smack. but you know, what you guys the are only missing thing we're commenting on is it. You, you, the narrative that they're just only the ETH collections are popping off is completely wrong. It's like I could tell you guys haven't been in the. We're not Discord. spreading that narrative. That's what kicks. Literally. You're the only one I mean, spreading that narrative, Shark. Relax, Shark. We know what a Bitcoin space, right? boo is. Okay, hey, calm down. We know what a Bitcoin boo is. I know some people that own a Bitcoin boo. They're ugly as hell, but they are original Bitcoin collection. I, you know, they're worth some money. I'm with you on that. Also, I think. 
A hundred million dollar idea is for people to, uh, for a service to set up Bitcoin nodes on AWS, and then anyone could have like a Bitcoin node, right? Well, yeah, I mean they that's an interesting idea. Shark, you could set up a Bitcoin. Which, I mean they have this already. I, mean, I, just, I don't want to like educate, but yeah, I mean that's it. There's either ways to do it. So Shark, we're gonna want to do a tutorial. Actually, <laughs> let's do a separate thing where we do a tutorial where you walk us through in ten minutes what it takes to get to dive into ordinals. We'll do that separately, but that's not part of the show. That's not part of the Whenever show, Shark. Want, Never I'm seen down. this side of you. This is a riot. I'm about to fly down to where you live so we can just hang out after this because I feel like I got to put my arm around you. Be like, come on, buddy. Especially since Signal was over here. She's just really like, I mean, that was like something right there. She was really giving it to you. <laughs> Shark's like on the ropes. He's like trying to defend himself, but he like can't do it. He's like falling over or whatever. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we got Trevor on stage. Trevor's going to come to Shark's side. Uh, Trevor is the co-host of the new show that might exist. We don't know yet. We don't know if the funding's coming in. But we're going to figure it out. Uh, Trevor, my guy, how's it going, amigo? Oh, it's going good, man. And that funding is definitely coming through, man. You killed it yesterday. So oh, I am. We're getting rich. I, I, I am going to come to Shark's defense here because I think that just so many things uh, that people are missing here. One, one is that, first of all, you don't need to run a Bitcoin node to inscribe these. There's already two tools out there in the market that will inscribe them for you. One is uh, TriGamma. So it's at TriGamma. They just launched a no code inscribing tool also satoshables has a no uh, no code inscribing tool them? that's been there oh um sending them well you'll need a um a sparrow wallet um i mean listen it's still hard like i'm not saying it's not hard but the fact that it's so hard should tell you guys that these things are not in any way uh overvalued i mean there's only forty thousand ordinals in existence i went to sleep last night and we were crossing 20k this thing has continued to double in growth every single 24 hours and considering how fucking hard it is to do it right now and first of all running a bitcoin node is the easy part you just download bitcoin core it's a really nice app you only need one gigabyte of storage it takes a day to sync but it's a really nice app it's easy to run a bitcoin node you should do it anyways because you know fuck the government right like we want to be independent decentralized future here and so the hard part is running the command line tool to inscribe them from once you have a bitcoin node but uh, there's tools that will do it for you. And I think the idea that these are potentially overvalued when there's only like 40,000 in existence, there are a hundred other side deeds. And the fact that Bitcoin is bigger than Ethereum, guys, this is not comparing. But those are all originals, by the way. Let's let, let's be people clear. Don't those are people don't care about the artwork, artwork same as people, the crypto people, people don't care about the art. They care about the number. These are these are ordinals that are under a thousand. Imagine it being the first at like a thousand yeah. NFTs. It doesn't matter what the art is for those so first one thousand. Like ENS. Yeah, it's exactly, but it's Trevor, it's bigger than ENS. Trevor. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Are you hunting for the first Bitcoin? Like, is that is that like a key thing? Although I know, sorry, Satoshi has the first one, but well, I I, I would say like, ha have you been spending time looking for that one or the first penny? Like, I feel like that that same that same <laughs> or thing Bigfoot or the Sasquatch. I mean, let's just be real. Like, people don't well, care about I the art in this in this scene. Like who 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 says that they're the first thing they look at when they're trading an FT is the art? Nobody. Trevor, Trevor, yo, what, is what no is code. Hold on, real quick, no code inscription. You were talking about no code inscription. Does that mean no date ever? Like you just never gonna get. It. I, I'm just curious because, like, what is the value of the first a thousand Ethereum NFTs out there? Oh, sorry. I mean, sorry, I mean, dude. I mean, what, dude? Like, look at CryptoPunks. I mean, it's a pixel. It's a pixel art. I mean, is it? 
is, is anyone going to argue that yeah, CryptoPunks are the best art like ever made? Like, no. I mean, it's it's because of the historical no, they significance. Also weren't the first ten thousand. They weren't the first ten thousand Ethereum NFTs either. They were probably like Ethereum NFT number one hundred thousand and fifty-two. There, there. Listen, there's so no. There's, just there's, no, dive into there, my there's no way. Node. There's no way that you can argue that like historically NFTs that are earlier are more valuable. That's just like been one of the biggest like proven theses in the space. Um, that some of the earliest NFTs that, look at no, rare pepes, etc. It's been disproven over, dude. If you're still holding some of those rare Pepe's, you can't even sell the damn thing. Basically, like I'm just saying, like the fact, like as though it's like universally accepted that every rare Pepe is worth money is the most ludicrous statement ever. The vast majority of those are illiquid as hell. Those Literally ninety nine percent. Like, and, and and so I'm not saying. Look, I'm bullish on ordinals. I'm bullish on Bitcoin. I own a Bitcoin. I, I like the concept. Node right now. I'm naming it Locked Node like, Monster. But, uh, but the, the, the concept, it, it, it feels very similar to people that are like scraping around for ENS domains, like ZK Shark said. And I think that like while there is validity to that, the assumption that they're one of the most difficult things of a lot of these NFTs, including on Ethereum, is the assumption that 50 years from now that one of these things is going to be worth something. And that's quite a big bet to place, especially given that 99.9% .9 of NFTs that anybody bought in in, uh, in 2021, even in the, in the height of NFT demand of it, the, the big, is it was bigger than the entire global art market, to be, to be clear. Most of those things are worthless now at this point in time. So the argument that like all of this stuff is 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 an irres irresponsible thing to be promoting. That, that wasn't my argument. Despite the that fact that, that was, I believe that, that wasn't my argument. But go ahead. Okay. Ka yeah, my my, my, like my, my, my argument way, is that I there's mean, that there's my, a, my, that there's a huge premium on these early ones that are sub one thousand, and people are buying these ordinal rocks, which are literally right the, now. the other rocks for two reasons. One, because it's under two hundred number in the inscription. And number two, because it is a collection, there's a community and there's like ways to get involved. Like there's a lot of like uh, things that people probably won't buy, but I, I almost guarantee you that almost all of the ones that are under a thousand are going to be sold for one BTC or more. I just guarantee you. I, 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 and I actually believe that that's, that's, that's the, uh, the case. I'm just saying in general, a lot of the ones that are trading now are probably not going to be worth that much. Um, the ether rocks themselves it says the floor price is two forty ETH, but uh, the, the uh, I, I've oh, no, that's wrapped Ether rocks. I don't know what the price of Ether rocks are at this point, but those also went through a huge surge and and a huge dump afterwards. And I think that that's just something that we could experience as well. So I'm just saying, like, hey, be be careful with w which ones you're buying. But uh, it was uh, regardless. I want to just clarify. We are all very interested. I mean, we just dedicated a show that went over. We are very interested in ordinals. And like, I want one. Like, I want to be clear. I want an ordinal that I own. I'm on the same page as everyone that's bullish on ordinals. The only distinction that I'm making at this point in time is that like some of it is very much in a hype phase at this moment in time, similar to a lot of NFTs that go through hype cycles as well. And so, uh, I, what I'm saying is be careful to those who are spending a million dollars right now, which is basically who's listening to this show. So, uh, like, I, 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 but 
that that's that's the main disclaimer. But yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I think that goes without being said, though. I think though, you know, if you're looking at like the ordinals above ten thousand, you know, then you got to be very choosy. If you're looking at the ones from one thousand to ten thousand, you also got to be choosy. But under one thousand, there's going to be some real crap that sells for a lot of money in the next two weeks, and I can guarantee that. Yeah, welcome to the yeah, NFT and space. And a lot of those people will look like idiots in like two weeks, basically. It's the problem. Like but, they're going to end up, they're going to be like, oh man, no one will buy this thing. Nick, real quick though, think about who's buying this. It's not just people being like, oh, I'm going to put this on my credit card. These are people, most of them setting up full knowns or dealing with a very complicated Sparrow wallet where you have to manually change a bunch of settings and, you know, freeze individual Satoshi. So it's like, you're kind of insult, like think of dingling. It's like whales that are Bitcoin miners that are ETH miners that know Solana validators that have the capability to set this up are making educated decisions to pay stupid amounts for this because it's a speculative play. But at the end of the day, think about it as a company with stock. There's, there's going to be millions of in ordinals at this rate in a few months. Yeah. The first 10K will always be the first 10K. And there's no royalties. There's no Discord verifications. There's a lot less shit you could do with this. So people are going to focus on that number more just because that's it's a picture and a number essentially. Uh, but yeah, just think about who's buying it before you're given the warnings. Like it's it's people that are running nodes and setting up the most complicated wallets and understanding the blockchain tech. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But there's a lot of scams for sure. Yeah, to add to that, the supply and demand and here th- is, think- is very gonna very hard to put your head around coming from the Ethereum world where there are already millions of NFTs. In this world, the supply is very, very small, and liquidity is bigger than Ethereum. That's something that we have to keep in mind here. Okay, so well, I appreciate all the, all these things. Will time will tell what what will happen and whether or not those. Frankly, it doesn't even matter whether those thousand first thousand are worth anything. I think what we're seeing instead is a lot of interest and attention, and the metrics that you're uh, using at this moment in time um, are focused exclusively on uh, uh, are focused. Um, exclusively on sorry i got a distracting text yeah. from po in the middle of the show but I, so now i can go and resolve it but uh yeah i think that this whole space is going we're very bullish on it we'll be talking about it in the future and it's not gone and the metrics that you were focused on right now is the number of uh nfts being essentially minted on there and i'm not shocked by the number 20,000 30,000 40,000 whatever the number is that's being minted as ordinals essentially it's not surprising because right now it potentially could make you, in one case, 50 Bitcoin is what, what we're saying, which is an absurd amount of money, basically, for anyone that's making it. So obviously, a lot more people are going to ape into this. A lot more people are going to be interested. I don't know that the nodes, that they're going to keep the nodes up and running indefinitely. There, a lot of them are doing research, but it's better that people get educated on the subject matter. And uh, the site that ZK Shark mentioned was ordinals.com. You can head over there. It has a bunch of documentation. If you're interested in uh, uh, participating in this, you can go ahead and do that. And I uh, highly recommend it. And for the record, I was just actually prodding guys like Shark and Trevor just to be funny. And I actually do think that Bitcoin ordinals are a big deal. And I think that Trevor and Shark are probably going to just collab on buying a yacht in three or four years called the SS Ordinal with all the wealth that they have, not even from selling the ordinals. The ordinals are going to be so valuable that they're going to be able to borrow against the ordinals and just use that. It's going to be like a 1% LTV because the ordinal is just going to be worth a billion bucks. 
bucks and you can buy a, a yacht for like, you know, way less than that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm assuming there were a lot of new uh, listeners today. This show was pretty similar to how it usually goes, but maybe a little bit different. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time each and every week. Uh, we got told that our so rare link actually is broken, uh, but sign up for the sponsor. So- fixing it right now due to an upgrade on the server. I just found the issue deploying a fix. No worries. And you can also just go to so rare.com. Yeah. Fuck it. Sign up without our link. Who cares? Just get on so rare. It doesn't even matter. But Nick's redeploying because he's technical. Right after that, he's going to deploy a Bitcoin node to mint an ordinal. And then we won't even have to run the business anymore because we're just going to get so rich off of the ordinals. Anyway, shout out to Shark showing a different side of himself today. Very, very fun. And shout out to Trevor, my guy, uh, one of our investors uh, and an all around badass from the Bitcoin space. Hopefully we'll be hosting that Bitcoin show with him in the near future. I'm just going to run this song on the YouTube and just get demonetized today because it's that kind of day. It doesn't even matter. This song is dedicated to ZK Shark because today he definitely played the role of the bad guy. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.